linked it down lift to down to yeah, um, lift and peeved lift and peeved that's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad don't be miffed and peeved miffed don't be miffed and peeved I don't know I don't use it but it's a real one I don't use it but it's not in your vocab down to dunk yes this is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five. Five. Two of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke! Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. To lore. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. Jay. <laughs> What's the, up, dude? The first time you did It's Jay, I was I was thinking, that was funny. It's getting better. Okay, all right. I like Keep money. it going. Money, 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 money. I wish we could play that song right now can't, in real life. Can't, okay. can't afford it. Sorry. But <laughs> you know what? We, we shouldn't be scared to because scared money don't make none. And... Scared money don't make none. If you Mm. bought a scared money don't make none shirt, they will be shipping to you very soon. Very soon. Scared money don't make none. Next week, you have to be styling and profiling. We're going to get them and hopefully get them out to you Monday or Tuesday next week, which means you should get them roughly by Thursday or Friday next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to be looking so good. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. So last night... (laughs) Jeremy Lin was traded in the middle of the night. I, I, I awoke. Late last night while you were asleep. Do you know what song that is? <laughs> Look, yeah, it's yeah, songs yeah, about yeah. putting different shoes on your feet. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I it's weird. Jeremy Lin shoes on my put feet. Jeremy Lin shoes on my feet. feet. Assistant and Duncan having really weird hair. <laughs> Waking up and you're on the Hawks basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was right. good. That was I good. don't know what song that is, but I like it. I do. On, you were teetering on the side of me being annoyed. And then <laughs> yeah. You pulled and over the, the yeah. There you go. It was good. It was, it was like, you were close to being mutable. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got traded to the Hawks, basically absorbed into their salary. So the the Hawks only have roughly $21 million left. So they could not directly absorb our, our guy, Carmelo. And... It's looking more like there's not going to be a team that can just take him into space. Which I think the teams that are left are like the Kings and the Bulls, right? I don't know that the Bulls are able to either with the Zach Levine deal. It would take a very skilled and well-balanced team to take Melo into space. I don't think he's had any training. (laughs) I know. Lance Bass trained with the Russians. Couldn't do it, (laughs) even after all that training. It's going to take a lot. I didn't realize what you guys were talking about at first. I was like... Talking but about the overall, next frontier. Overall, that's a good thing. If the Thunder are going to make a trade, you don't want them to just trade him into cap space because that means that the Thunder are going to have to give up something to do that. And so, yes, that helps financially, but it doesn't give them more cap space to go spend money on somebody else. And plus, 
Everybody's gone on the free agent market. Jay's dog just made him spill his coffee. Good boy. <laughs> you should watch us on YouTube to catch all of that. Um, Bye, Jay. So it seems it still seems like the Thunder are going to trade him, but they could still trade him to the Hawks. There's more options on the table. They could trade him for Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin could end up being this year's Luke Ridenour, who gets traded like a thousand times during the summer. Uh, and I think they could also, this is, I don't know if they would do this. I don't know if the Thunder would entertain this, but I think that the Hawks would be very happy to do this is Dennis Schroeder. Yes. To OKC. You could do a swap of Schroeder for Mello. And then Schroeder is your like sixth man. Gosh, I'd rather have Jeremy Lin. (laughs) I really would. Okay. I like Schroeder. So, you would take Jeremy. Sorry. Are you taking Sorry. the idea of Jeremy Lin from two years ago? Or are you mm. taking this year's Jeremy Lin, who has the same injury, recovering from the same injury that Robertson is, and has played like in thirty-four games in the last two years? I'm talking about Lin Sanity Lin. Yeah. He's repla- <laughs> now he's going to be replacing that's, Carmelo again. That's right. And he's going to be better again. That's right. That's like six years ago. Yeah. That's a fun time, though. That it's, was, it was like right when we started the podcast. Dude, it was. I was watching videos of that again. Did you watch the video I sent you? We can't talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> I forgot how fun. Every time I watch a Lin Sanity video, I'm reminded of how fun those two weeks were. It was a great time. Those were maybe the most fun two weeks of my NBA fandom. Like and watching wow. NBA as, as a whole. What? I'm serious. What's oh. a better? What's a, been a more fun, consistent two week stretch than Lin Sanity? Wow! I'm gonna give you a bunch. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This other one. I mean, some of the Thunder runs were a lot of fun. Yeah, but you can't enjoy when, them when, when Russ got hurt of it and KD. Much. Not that we're supposed to talk about it, but when <laughs> Russ got hurt and KD took over and what? basically locked up the MVP. Okay. That was freaking fun. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Not Linsane fun. Linsane? Was Linsane? What about the triple-double run for Russell in the season after KD? That was pretty it's fun. Fu- it's fun. But the thing is that, that Linsanity was such a condensed, like, two-week period. And it, it came out of like, absolutely it was nowhere. nowhere. He's here. He's yeah. scoring 50 points every single night, and then he is, and then he's not starting anymore. He's Carmel going at Kobe. He's hitting game winners. Yeah, no one knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, no like, one knows who he is. Like the Knicks don't have Lynn jerseys prepared to sell, so people have to make their own. Yeah, that was insane. He almost and it almost didn't happen. Yeah, it's just crazy. There's a documentary out there about it. It's yeah. great. Anyways, Sorry. Jeremy Lynn is on the Hawks. It's possible that he could still be traded if that report is true that the Thunder are interested. That may be a vehicle for him to get to the Thunder without them having to. Because a, a trade between the Nets and the Thunder was probably not going to happen. You would have to bring in a third team. Thunder probably aren't going to take back want to take back twenty seven million dollars in salary, and so I don't think that was going to happen. Period. And so this actually could happen now. For <laughs> this actually could happen for the Thunder. You could trade either. Yeah, we can hear that. You can cool. trade either Lynn or Schroeder. With Mello, and then that's a clean deal for both teams, and so you probably have Wouldn't to you throw really in have a Mookie sw- Blaylock. Yeah, can we go? Yeah, can we do Time Machine? Time Hawks? Machine? I don't know. I, not, neither one of them make me super excited. Like, what I don't would think you adding, be super excited about? I don't know, like a any sort of wing, 
Like yeah. in, in, unless you think I kept Bazemore. I don't love him either, but I got What are you I wanting, it. Jay? I mean, what do you want to get an all-star? Any no, any of the trades that we've talked about with the Heat potentially are the ones that I would be yeah. way more excited about. Would you rather have Dion, Jeremy Lin, or which I think Cody Carson actually talks about this, but would you rather have <laughs> Dion? Should we go into the questions then? He asked a very different question than the one Jay's asking now. It does he involve He literally Dion asked, would Lin. you rather have the, on the Thunder Dion Waiters or Jeremy Lin? Oh, I'm thinking of the next <laughs> the next part of that question. Hey, guys. Twitter questions. Uh, let's jump right into it. That's from at Cody, son of Steve. That he just asked a question, so I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> Well, it's a two-parter. So the first one is, would you rather have on the Thunder Dion Waiters or Jeremy Lin? I think that's, for me, I'd rather have Waiters. Yeah. Waiters defends better. Yeah. I mean, we know that Waiters at least somewhat fits in the, I mean, not that Lin would be necessarily a problem. Or I don't know about Schroeder. Schroeder sometimes people have said has been a little bit difficult in the locker room. But either way, Waiters has been comfortable coming off the bench. Um which so is Lynn. I'm not saying hey, those Hey, Pete, they said I got to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah. I didn't say anything. <coughs> I, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just my own personal preference. What would you say, Taylor? Dion or Lynn? I'd probably rather have Dion in a yeah. bat, in like to play basketball, and maybe you could close with him sometimes. You I don't know. The world's crazy. But Jeremy Lynn, I just want him here. I want be, him here. He would be so fun. Well, they're both fun what in the locker he, room. What if he was Charlotte, uh, Jeremy Lynn? I just that it scares me to think that he just could, give him twenty minutes off the bench if he's that'd be great. Well, you keep Obviously, that there. would be amazing. Yes. That would be so so good for this team. They need that kind of guy on this squad. I just don't know that he can. I just don't know if he can do it. I just don't know what his career what looks if, like. What if the Hawks go a different route and buy Lynn out? Like, would it's you possible. throw a vet minimum at him? Heck yeah. Would you throw the MLE at him? Yeah, probably. He's not. How old is Lynn? He's not that old. Late 20s, probably. Yeah, his knees are in their 50s. He's 30. Is he 30? Yeah. Uh, Club 30. Welcome. All right. Also, I just think it's more more difficult for these like fringe NBA guys to come back from injury like this. Fringe NBA guys. Whoa. Yeah, he like barely made the NBA. Uh, the last six years has not been barely making the NBA, buddy. His name's Jeremy Lin, not Jeremy Fringe. <laughs> and I'm you're just, making me Jeremy Cringe. I'm just saying, he's not like a crazy <laughs> athlete. And when you lose that half step, I just don't know that those guys... When I raise my function. fist, don't Jeremy flinch. Okay. He also went to Harvard. That was a reach. He yeah. also went to Harvard. Okay, he's smart. Yeah. So smart. smart. You know what? Always you know what he's doing? He's playing smarter, not harder. Don't be scared. Don't Josh. Jeremy clinch your butthole. Oh, my God. All right. You're Taylor. done. He's got no, it. No. Goodbye. <coughs> uh, hey, guys, there's a second part of that question. That it is, it, probably. who would you rather go to the zoo with, Dion Waiters or Jeremy Lin? Without a question, Dion Waiters. The only wow. thing. I, I have questions. Can you imagine the amount of joy that Dion Waiters probably has at the yeah, zoo? Yeah, Jeremy Lin is really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a really like the a question f- is not who cool wants guy. to go to the you know bar for happy hour with because I definitely pick Lynn, but to go to the zoo with Dion Waiters would be a magical experience. This is the thing is I can't really see what me and Dion would talk about. I just wish him happy birthday like two hundred times. Yeah, and me and Jeremy Lynn, I could see us be like, let's talk about the animals, you know. 
I think Dion would just be. Dion could talk about so the animals. Excited. I I just can't see it. He's <sighs> he's like a he's like a movie star to me. I pick Jer- I pick Jeremy Lin. Hey guys, before you're we wrong. get too <laughs> wrong, you're before what you're wrong. Right. Before we get too deep into the Twitter questions, we want to talk to you about Anthem beer, specifically their passion fruit Rattler. It is available at their tap room. If you haven't been, you have to go and check it out. Perfect day to go is uh, get your uh, scared money. Don't make money shirts from us. Go put it on. None. Pop make on. None. That's what I said. Put it on. <laughs> pop on over to the tap room and drink a delicious passion fruit rattler it's an okay pills which we are we are fans fans of of. we're big fans of mixed with their passion fruit soda it's refreshing i bet it sounds i mean it sounds incredible it just makes me want to go luke where can you get it you can get it at the tap at the tap room for sure yeah then it's in it's it's in a few limited bars around the city and but if you have to get it Tap room. Tap room. You got to go to tap room. It's your quickest guarantee. Yep. That sounds amazing. If you yeah. haven't been to the tap room before, I don't know what you're doing. It really is great. And they always have, you know, right now they have the Passion Fruit Rattler. When we were last there, they had the glitter beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always trying new things. And something, every time, you know, you go, there's going to be something you haven't tried before that's going to be good. Pushing the palate envelope. Pushing the palavelope. So and their go- bartenders are really nice. Yeah, they're, they're nice. Awesome. That's true. And, and the people that go there are nice. Yep. And the people that work there are nice. Yeah, hey. give them a passionate kiss when you order your passion fruit. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. No. <laughs> oh, Taylor. Taylor. And he's <laughs> muted again. But go tell them down to dunk. Sent you. Support the people that support us. Now back to Twitter questions. Our second Twitter question comes from at saying when who has a Lynn sanity question as well. He said, if we do land Jeremy Lynn, what would his role be since we just resigned Raymond Felton? So if he's healthy, he is the second, he's the backup point guard and Ray Felton's the third string point guard. Really? Yeah. Do you remember how much you loved Ray Ray last year? Yeah. I just think that if Jeremy Lynn is healthy, he's don't, better. Don't give me this crap. man. <laughs> he can shoot it better. He's a better creator. I, here's, guy. here's my only pause on you saying that. When has Donovan played a guy over a guy that isn't as good of a defender as the first guy? Like the I don't happens. know. I, everybody just thinks that Lynn doesn't try on defense. I've told you. I've told you Billy Donovan's thing, and you know it's the real, the real deal. He confuses effort for actual defense. And well, then he would love Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin no, but, but nobody tops Ray Ray when it comes to looking like he's working really hard. I don't. I don't know that I believe in this. How idea. <laughs> dare you? <laughs> I just think that Lin will be able to. He's he's better at creating his own shot. He's better at creating an offense. So so here's a question to maybe help with that. Like, can they play? Like Lin can also play with another point guard. Yeah, they could play together some, but you usually aren't. There's. 48 minutes at the point guard spot and the shooting guard spot. There's just not enough to play them together a ton. Yeah, but if if I could really actually see that more working from, like if Donovan gets frustrated with Abrinas again or Ferg is not ready, 
in the way that we think he's going or assume he's going to be. Like I could see that being the time when, because Ray, I mean, remember, like, I mean, you remember, I don't, don't need to tell you this, but Ray played a lot of closing two guard. Yeah, he played time. Yeah, he played some. And um, which was, is problematic. But you'd rather have Lynn on the floor at that case, obviously. Yeah, I think so. I think Jeremy Lynn's proven to be a better NBA player than yeah. Ray has mm. over the years. Yeah. Mm. If he's healthy. But if he's only like 60% Jeremy Lynn, then mm. I'd, there's a chance that he's the third string and maybe plays those Abrinas minutes. And then I don't know. Well, I've got a question for you that comes from this next Twitter question. It's from at Pepsi United. Oh. A loyal listener loyal, and question asker, but he asks, Andrew keeps talking about defensive mind and identity, then Jeremy Lin emerges, and he's full of joy? That's racist, dude. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> Lin is not a good defender. He's a turnover prone, not very good three-point shooter, injury prone. He's after ACL, which not ACL is not a, yeah. So you don't even know what you're getting offensively. Explain. Andrew, explain yourself. I've just always said, if he's healthy, if we get, if we get a healthy Jeremy Lin, then he's, gonna, then he's really good. He was very helpful to that Charlotte team. What if we get an unhealthy? He was crazy for that Charlotte If he's not healthy, team. then he's not. That, then I agree that he's not helpful. Um, is there some potential beef between Ray Ray and Jeremy Lin? Oh. Because didn't Jer- didn't Lynn Sanity happen when Raymond Felton got hurt? That was when Carmelo got hurt. Well, no, but they were start because it was Tony Douglas and Jeremy Lynn that were like starting those games, and he was trying to figure out who the point guard was going to be. Because I think Raymond Fel- Felton got hurt, and then Jeremy Lynn took all the dang attention <laughs> away from him. Oh man! <laughs> but Ray Ray's a different man now. Yeah, I mean Lynn is a career thirty five percent from three, so we're not talking like a bad three-point shooter no that's league average the thunder need league average shooters that are going to take those shots so i don't i don't well, know and he's i think a, he's a really good pick and roll point guard yes he'd be good with noel that i mean that's the vision yes. is that at this point the thunder are going to need somebody that can come in off the bench and score and there's nobody every night that you can count on i think that if jeremy lynn's healthy you can count on him for eight to ten points every night and so I would I would actually say you could probably count on from six to nine, somewhere in there. Maybe that's a probably more. that's probably true. Uh, nice. So <laughs> I I understand where, what you're saying is that he doesn't completely fit that mold, but you could also argue that maybe Ray doesn't fit that either. Ooh. So I'm not get him. <laughs> get him. I mean, Raymond Felton does try hard, and I think he's a pretty good defender, but he's not like this like length. Like no, no, the, no, no. he's just huh. kind of. He's just a bowling ball point guard. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not. I, I think that Jeremy Lin is an upgrade. Okay. And it, I, it may not be an upgrade defensively, but I just think that to play faster, you need a good point guard out there. And so if you have Jeremy Lin, a healthy one, then you have a good point guard out there at all times. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter <laughs> question. It comes from Matt DM Winter 0886. Who wants to know, is this Jeremy Lin thing just like the Brooke Lopez thing a couple of years ago where it was a smokescreen for what we actually got? <gasps> so Ennis is coming back? Oh, <laughs> every time it's Ennis Cantor. <laughs> I don't know that it's a smokescreen. I don't even know if it's a real thing because it wasn't reported by anybody big. No, I've never heard guy, of that guy who's he, reporting. He that. is an he's AP a, reporter, so it's le- not like he's, he's legitimate. 
Not like I saw him. Actually, what's crazy is I've never heard of him before. He reported I that. I think this is the same one. He reported that, and then all of a sudden, I'm watching Adam Silver's uh, talk to the board of governors or before the i don't know what it was he was on tv yeah and the first question i turned it on for is this guy asking a question i was like well he is a person yeah no he's legitimate i just don't like there's just a lot of chatter there's always chatter out there about things that are happening that they're interested in this guy this might happen they're looking at this or looking at that but what like two percent of those things actually happen yeah and see the thing is is that any information you hear is not ever going to be from the thunder. They are the yeah. like maybe the most tight-lipped organization in the entire NBA. Good point. And so yeah. any chatter you hear is coming from Lynn's camp. You might hear some chatter from the thunder. Brooklyn's camp or or it's intentional chatter. Yeah, you you'll, smoke screen chatter. You'll hear some chatter yeah. from the thunder. That's meant to be like it's everything's <laughs> they're never unintentional in their chatter. How about that? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that many organizations. Well, I think there are some. There, I think there are some organizations where they just have they don't have as tight of a grip on what people would say, and so yeah. things just come Loose out because lips. somebody says something to somebody. But hey, man, we're looking at this, or their wife gets a Twitter account and starts blasting out boom, boom, <laughs> Okay, guys, let's move on to our next. Do we answer the question? Yeah, I think. What was the question? No, is it yeah. a smoke screen? I, I think potentially maybe. that Brooke Lopez thing. Answer, maybe. If you ever heard Bobby Marks talk about it that was real. Lopez. Like, it was real. It was they re- had the deal on the table. Yeah. The Nets thought it was going down. Yeah, Lopez thought it was going down, and right? then And then all of a sudden, they find out via, I think maybe even via Twitter, that the Thunder have traded for Ennis Cantor. Yeah, I, th- I don't know that any of these are like, quote-unquote, smoke screens. I always do think that Presti's trying to leverage one team against another to see if he can get more. And so that's a normal trade thing. So I don't think that this is like a smokescreen. I think that they may have a legitimate interest in him. And so I don't I don't know that I would call it a smokescreen. I would just call it maybe a leverage play more than anything. Mm. Maybe he's trying to leverage the Heat and the Hawks right now. Because now that the Hawks have Jeremy Lin, maybe they're like, hey, if you go get Jeremy Lin, we'll trade you Carmelo Anthony and Terrence Ferguson. And we'll take back Jeremy Lin. They're like, okay, Ooh. great. Let's go get Jeremy Lin. Because they took on Jeremy Lin's contract for, for what reason? N- literally nothing. Unless they thought he actually could play. But it doesn't. Yeah, but then why? You just drafted Trey Young. I know. That's, and that's you what I'm saying. Well, unless you want him instead of Schroeder. Yeah. But that feels like quite a move just to do oh, that. They're not. They do not want that. And they also just swipe. They just all they did was swap like second. future second round picks. Right. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. So it really was. That's what. That's the intriguing part of what happened last night to me. Like, yeah, because then the why Hawks, wouldn't they have the taken? Seem to be positioning for something, right? Because if that if it was the case that they just wanted to take on an asset, why wouldn't they just do the Denver deal? Yeah, because they could have done that and taken on those two contracts and gotten a first and a second round pick. Yeah, or just straight up do a mellow deal, right? Like if you really just want yeah. assets, like if there's nothing else kind of tied to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, me. Yeah, huh. you huh. mellow. True. I am really ready for the next Twitter question. News to break, by the way. So am I. <laughs> oh my gosh. The next Twitter question comes from at the Jake Snake, who wants to know: Post mellow trade, would you consider attaching Ferguson to Singler for role player slash bench depth? I mean, it just depends on what it is. I mean, my general inclination is no. Luke, give us give us an example. Who would it be? I'm just imagining them sewing together Ferguson and Singler oh. as to one player. 
nothing in the rules says you can't do it. I, I mean, obviously, the trade deadline last year kind of number one is, is all of the trades that we said would have been probably failures, actually. But it seems like Presti and the organization are pretty high on Ferguson. And yeah. I don't think they're going to just throw that away if it isn't a piece that's going to help them be really good probably the next couple of years, maybe. Um, Abrinus is the one that kind of makes me more kind of thinking that that's likely just because Abrinus, his contract, I mean, I don't know, there's just less control on his contract going forward. Um, And that may be, I did, last time I read it, I thought he was over. I think this is his last year under contract. I think he's restricted, though. Is he restricted? So, which he probably won't get much. I don't know. Who knows? But I don't know. I just think I think there is a potential that you will have to get rid of one of the two of them in order to really get a good asset back in well, some of the and they, not. And they may think of it this way, that we have two kind of developing shooting guards, but we just drafted Hamadou Diallo. What do we think of him? Is he a guy that can be on the roster today? Then we have like three developing shooting guards on the roster. Do we really need that? And which one of these guys has more value probably depends on which team you're talking to and what you really need to give up. So it is, I mean, here's just a statement. There's two untouchable players on the team. It's Russell, it's Paul George, period. I think anybody else is fair game. So depending on what the deal is, depending on what the stakes are, I think that it's not impossible for anybody else to be traded. I don't. Unless Russell or Paul say they want to be traded, those guys aren't. Everybody else, I think, is available. Ooh. Wow. Next Twitter question comes from at I am the JK, who says the Paul George and Grant signing happened immediately as free agency started. Why do you think it's taken a while to agree on something with Mello? Is it possible they're looking at some three-team trade for a pretty nice returning player? It's possible. I think the Thunder want to improve this team, and they want to use Melo to do that. And I think that they're trying. It just takes longer when you're dealing... Like, then they were just dealing with Paul George, and Paul George was very agreeable. And he said, well, let's go. And then I think that Jeremy Grant was very much a part of those conversations after Paul agreed, because Paul wanted Jeremy back. And so that was easy. You're just dealing with these two people. You're dealing with whole organizations now that have players and have agents and have all these things going on. And you're dealing with Mello. Where does he want to go? What does he want to do? Is he okay with this? No trade clause? Let's waive it? Great. Like, there's just a lot of layers to this. And the Thunder, they have no, there's no rush behind this. There was, there was a legitimate rush to make sure that Paul George re-signed on July 1st. Because if he goes to meet with the Lakers, there's a chance that he goes. And so let's get you locked up today. What deal do you want? Let me lay out all the possibilities for you. Here's what we'll do for you. Here's what, the vision of the team. Here's all these things. He resigns. That's awesome. You. That's what they wanted to do with KD. Because I think they knew whenever he flew off to the Hamptons that he was going to leave. I think that they felt that. And so they wanted to lock him up day one. Now there's no rush. You have till August 31st to make oh, a deal. Oh, my birthday. That's right. You have to Luke's birthday. Happy birthday, D on me. <laughs> so there's no there's no rush behind it. Uh, it would be nice to get it done quickly. 
I think it will happen within the next week or two, but I just yeah, I mean, I, I think, have no deadline for this. I think the other thing you got to remember and, and just kind of piggybacking, I guess, on what you said is the fact that like they're also weighing what what they're willing to give up because it's. I think the hard part for fans is we always think of it through the lens of just our team, so it's like just throw mellow at somebody and then get back what we want from it. You know, it's like, that's kind of the perspective. It's like, why can't we trade mellow to the heat and get everything we want? Well, they don't necessarily now. We would be want to do that. And we, and, but we would, you know, it's one of those things where we would be probably doing both teams would be getting something out of it. Heat are getting off future money. The thunder are getting off of mellow. Uh, That makes sense a little bit to where you wouldn't have attached, but every team, all of these filler cap salary dump people, or teams, they need assets. And yeah. So the Thunder are constantly negotiating on what they're willing to give up in these things. And and Presti has been a shrewd general manager for a while on things like that. Um, or, you know, recently at least with uh, Abrinas, Ferguson, which are your two probably most, I don't know, well-valued fillers people, don't you think? And he's just trying to take a yeah. shrewd dump, you know? And... Uh, <laughs> So uh, Luke got <laughs> muted. Luke with the mute. So, so anyway, I just Jeremy. There's there's reports out there that Jeremy Lin is going to be a hawk. That he's going to stay a hawk. Hmm. So just so that's on our show, that I would not expect Jeremy Lin to be a Thunderman. Could he'll be a hawk? Schroeder. Yeah. I mean Schroeder. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. I mean they would love to trade him. And, Schroeder? Probably, and probably just to get him gone. Would you take Schroeder over Lynn, over no. Dion? <laughs> no. Heck no. I just don't like Schroeder that much, though. Yeah. Uh, what don't you like about him? Uh, I think his decision-making. He seems like a pain in the A. <laughs> He's always been a little Rondo-ish to me. But not as good. Like his game? Or what do you mean? I don't know, maybe attitude, demeanor. Yeah. Yeah, and then make him German and a skater. Give me a break. And his name is Dennis. Shrewder. Oh, his name is Dennis. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at LukewarmTakey, who wants to know, are the Thunder using Daniel Hamilton as a proxy Russell Westbrook to prepare younger players? You know, he named his Twitter name after you. Yep. And my takes. In your Luke Roman I takes. felt like you would be a lot happier about no, it's, no, it's my brand. He's infringing on it. I don't like that. Oh, you're mad. Yeah, I'm mad. Here's what I'll say is that <laughs> there is not a point guard that makes me as annoyed as Daniel Hamilton. Daniel Hamilton's crazy, man. He is. Watching him play basketball, he is wild. He is like 150% and long and lengthy. It's not. I don't know. I don't enjoy it. No. The basketballs of Daniel Hamilton. No. No. He's not. I don't know. He's not fun. He throws the ball away a ton. He had like five turnovers yesterday. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a fan. I am just when I say my prayers every night. One of them is. And Lord, please don't let them sign Daniel Hamilton into a guaranteed contract. But he's better than Samaj. Is he? Yeah, he's better than Samaj. I think they're the same. No, they no, both no. enrage me. At yeah, he's just not. He they're they're both just not NBA players, right? Yeah, he gets he, those bounds. He gets. Points. He'd be a great European player. Just let him go play at Fenerbahce. He'd be great. Let's go go do that. 
I just yeah. don't. I don't. I don't want him on the Thunder. I think that they've got. I, I I'm in love with Deontay Burton. Mm. I think that he is so fun. I don't know if he can actually play in the NBA, but he's just huge, and he's just always doing things that you're like, whoa! Like he just euro stepped, and like his pass. He, he had a killer euro step. He's a great. Pa- he's a really good passer. He's just a smart player, and he's just huge. He's just massive, and he's got that face mask on. He's got like the weird hair thing on. I'm just like, wow, like this very guy's, cool. This guy's great. Would you like him more if his name was Daniel Hamilton, so you could call him Danny Ham, Danny Hams? Do we need more ham on the team? Yeah, how many? Say, ham. I say we go not Danny Hams. We call him Damn Hams. Damn Hams. <laughs> damn Hams. <laughs> oh, damn Hams. Damn Hams. Damn you. Why? He's like damn Daniel damn Hamilton. Daniel. Damn Hams. Hams. Damn Daniel. So, I don't, I'm not sure who. <laughs> I don't think that they're. I mean, I think that they would like to emulate what the team will do, but they also like you can't do that. Like they don't have a real point guard. It's impossible. Like they have one real point guard, and he's he is yeah. like four foot eight. <laughs> right. What's funny I mean, is he's five eleven. I can't remember his name off the top of my head because it doesn't really matter. Well, they're and they're trying to use Ferguson to initiate the offense. And it's just not working. No, they've used PJ Dozier, who's actually been pretty good. Dozier. I mean, I'll give you my quick highlights. I've watched every game that the Thunder have played, except for yesterday's. Actually, I do have it recorded. I just haven't watched it yet. Hamadou is probably the biggest standout. Uh, Rashawn Thomas, who's not a guy that will play in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But. I love the way he plays. Like, I really love the way he plays. And then Deontay Burton is really good. He's been playing. He's hard to get over because he doesn't. He's got that stupid mask on. Yeah. Which is looks like it doesn't fit his face. And he doesn't look <laughs> it like. It obviously does not. He just doesn't look like an NBA player. Like, it's weird. But the grit that that dude. And he said yesterday that he is trying to model his game, what he wants to do for a team over Marcus Smart. And then yeah. you just watch him play. And you're like, oh, yep. Mm. That's what he's yeah. doing. I've heard Marcus Smart. I've heard PJ Tucker. Yeah, as a comp. You know, Kevin. He's got yeah. Hervey's has been yeah. pretty good too. Yeah, Hervey's is not bad. Hall, I really like. He's, he's not getting a lot of looks. I think Hall is your guy that's going to go spend the year in the blue. But I don't think it's something. Yeah, I'm not ready to bail on the potential of him getting minutes at some point. Yeah, I'm um, not a huge Hallman. Yeah, I mean he's he's just kind of can fade into the nothing, but it's hard. So the thing I just will always <laughs> warn. People, summer league is so hard to evaluate for these kind of oh, yeah. middle of the road guys. Like you see Josh Hart, and he's going off, and you know, like the center of the off the offense for the Lakers. Like what you see with the Thunder game, and I watch it every time they play. Is you have some guys where it's like they're trying to play together, and then you have some guys that are like, "This is my one chance to be noticed, and let me go nuts." Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that you have to recognize how different it is going from playing with the Thunder to playing with the Summer League team, where for the Thunder you have your identity and you don't get out of your lane. And the Summer League, it's like everybody changes every time they come down the court. Mm-hmm. And Dakari well, Johnson is the yeah. focal point of your offense. And Ugh. it's just like, it's just different. And people aren't where, like, you have relationships with where Russell Westbrook's going to be and you know where they're going to be. And, and for here, it's like Daniel Hamilton will be at the perimeter and then all of a sudden he's going to cut to the basket without you having any clue. And there's just a whole bunch of smaller details about playing because everybody wants to crap on Ferguson, right? Like he has not been good at all. In he hasn't league. been good. Yeah. And some of it's they're, asking, they're asking him to do things that don't fit his mold right now, trying to change him or challenge him to be a little bit different. Yeah. But the other thing is like 
I've never seen him one time playing in the summer league and said, oh, he looks like he's in rhythm with this team. Yeah. It's like he, but they, you can say that about other players on the team, though. So I, I, I think that there's like a. a I don't lot. see that with Diallo. Like I feel like Diallo, and part of that is just like Diallo's just taking it and going. Yeah, and Ferguson's just trying to be more of the facilitator. There's like a line. Like. I feel like there's a line here where either you're like way too concerned about Ferguson, you're like, oh my goodness, like he sucks. Like Diallo's way better than he is, or you're like, he's gonna be fine. There's no worries about Terrence Ferguson. I think there's like it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Right. Like, well, it's problematic that he can't do these because things. Because everybody's like, well, he's kind of a blank slate. He could be, we have no idea what he could be. He could he could be a 10-time All-Star. Like, this guy could be amazing. And it's then you watch him at Summer League, you're like, oh, well, probably not. Well, the heart, for me, the only thing I've ever thought about Ferguson is what I think he'll just be a better form of what he was last year. That's what I doesn't think, make sense. So, like, play defense, like, run all over the place, and then shoot the ball. Be a play finisher. Yeah. Yeah. And shoot the ball. He's not, he, there's, very little circumstances that he'll be initiating the offense. But the problem is that they want, they're wanting to have as many versatile guys on the floor as possible. And that's how you have that free flowing offense. And that's why the Thunder have typically not had that is because you had guys like Cephalosha, Robertson, uh, you have Serge Ibaka out there, like guys that really don't have a, a great feel for the game. And that's, partially the Thunder's fault that they have gone to get all these just raw athletes to make them into basketball players instead of having these guys that have a versatile game. But you can see that on this roster, there's a ton of versatile players and guys that can do a lot of things. And that's what they would like to have. And if you can have as many of those guys as possible, then you can have a more free-flowing offense and have that ball movement, player movement that the Thunder want. And, but it's it's tough when you guys with a Ferguson who can't really take a few dribbles and pass and make things work and feel in rhythm, and so it's it's a little bit it's concerning. It is, and I'm not trying to say it's not like something like it's yeah. something. He'll be three. He'll be a three and D player. Yep, and he's a little bit bigger than he was last year. Yep. You can tell that he's gotten the weight. But right. not having a real point guard doesn't help anything. If that's the kind of offense you're trying to run, yes. Yeah, but the, even though, but I'm, yes, but I'm saying with the actual Thunder roster, like they're going to have always a point guard on yeah. the floor. Obviously, a guy that distributes and run. You know, like they're just at uh, least the the guy. You just have to look at what the goal is. What's the goal with this team? Is it to try to win summer league games? The answer is no, no. no. The answer is let's see what are the what can they do? What does PJ Dozier do? What does Terrence Ferguson do? Well, Deontay Burton, they've already signed him, but what is what kind of potential does he have? I think that's kind of the goal. Yeah. Guys, our next two Twitter questions come from at Josh underscore Morrison and Echelon Copy, who say that, are they crazy to think that their second-round wings and Terrence Ferguson's lackluster summer league performance might have an impact on whether Ferguson is involved in a mellow potential trade? Or is the Thunder committed to him long term no matter what i don't think the thunder commit like i said earlier they're, they're committed to two players no matter what i think that they would if it was a the right deal yeah sure they throw any of those guys in they throw steven adams in if it was the right deal i mean they would throw any of those guys in so i wouldn't i wouldn't say he's off the table i do think that they like him a lot that they are committed to him and if they don't have to include him they won't but it'll It'll be just be interesting to see what happens with this Mellow deal. If they do have to attach an asset, which one is it? And I think that it'll be one of Ferguson or Brinus. 
is would be my guess. Just because those guys duplicate the kind of the same things. And which one do you want? I don't know. I mean, I I probably flip flop myself on which one I would want. Taylor, you Ferg man? Mm, less and less. I I don't really hold them. I don't have any loyalty to any of these wings right now. Hamidou Diallo, that's kind of my boy right now, but <laughs> that might be different tomorrow. Diallo's good, man. He's, he's good. He's exciting. He's fun. He's fast. He's he, crazy athletic. Yeah. Well, and you're just watching all of these crazy. Kentucky peripheral guys have just great summer leagues in your life, yeah. which I know, like, summer league, we're, it's summer league. Like, it is summer league still. But there are things you can see that say, huh, that that actually means something. Well, and it's, well, and um, Knox. Kevin yeah, Knox. Knox. And, um, uh, yeah, you see all these guys who played at Kentucky, and then when they're all away from each other and are kind of the main or have more uh, time with the ball in their hands or can do more, you you see, oh, wow, they were insane. That Kentucky team is yeah. always so good. But they all just step on each other's toes because they're all on the same team. Yeah, Knox is so freakish athletic. He looks great. Yeah, he, he looks insane. awesome. And he is giant. He's a big dude. And yeah. the guy who has three names. Wendell Carter Jr.? No. No, from Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yes, he's been having a really good summer Yeah, he's league. pretty good. Jamal Mashburn. Guys, let's move on. Jamal Mashburn. Did <laughs> <laughs> he play Kentucky? Yeah, I think so. Let's, North Carolina. let's move on to our next. Just trying to think of Twitter question. Players. It comes from at the Fat Data Sphere. Who says, given the recent missteps by the Rockets in free agency, he has the West as follows. One, Warriors. Two, Tie, Rockets, and Jazz. Four, Thunder. Five, Lakers. Six, Nuggets. Seven, Pelicans. Eight, Trailblazers. What are our thoughts on his Jazz hype? And how close they may be to the top two, and how close the Thunder are. Antoine Walker. Mm. I'm trying to think of other Kentucky players. <laughs> Rex Chapman was he a Kentucky guy? I don't know. Uh, was Merv Gilbin? Merv Gilbin. I forgot about him. Uh, yeah. Was Alex Poitras Kentucky or is he Duke? I don't. I, you're thinking. You're I thinking think he was of. because he's on some. He's on a summer league team right now, and he was in college for like eight years. I think he was. Kentucky. You're thinking of Alec Pilchen. So, <laughs> number one is I think the Rockets missteps. Uh, so here's the question: Do you think they've those are a little exaggerated? What the, the Ariza and Bamute, the loss of both of them are those. Is that people assuming that they're as devastating as they are? Is that no? Those two played defense. Those two were their wing defenders. That's just as important as having the guys on offense. And uh, yes, did Trevor Ariza miss a bunch of threes in that playoff game? Yeah, but he was so good in the regular season and mm-hmm. in the playoffs before that game. Yeah, I think that they're big losses. Only They're having P.J. Tucker, because that was the thing with them, is they had three of them. And Tucker's more play. of a 4-5 than he is like a 3-4. Totally. But those they had these three guys that they could depend on defense so Chris Paul and James Harden could do their thing, and two of them are gone. Yeah. And they were their two elite defenders. You know what they need? Mellow. Yeah, and I guess they think they need mellow <laughs> to fix yeah, this. We just love Ryan Anderson so much. Well, we they did sign the, yeah, another one of them. They did sign James Ennis yesterday. Yeah, which she's. I don't know. I mean, I just maybe he can be something more there, but he's bounced around so much and been known as like a low IQ player that. I th- I think there have been how many teams? This is the fourth or fifth team that thinks they can make something out of him. 
because he's athletic, he has times when he hits threes and he has a good pass here or there. Yeah. But it seems like every team that takes him on can't turn James Ennis into something real. Yeah. And maybe he would maybe he just fits as a specialist there. I don't know. I mean I what? A specialist at what? Three and D specialist. He shot thirty percent for the yeah. Pistons last year. Thirty five I mean most of the rest of his career. I mean he's a thirty five, almost thirty six percent. It's a league average. Yeah. Which with the Rockets means he'll probably be over forty. He's yeah. six seven. He's a little skinny. He's, he, he's twenty eight. So I don't am I. What do you think about the Jazz hype? He was hyping the Jazz. I think it's real. I think the Jazz are going to be really good. If they can stay healthy, that team is really good. Are they different? What do they just help me figure out what did they add from last year other than hopefully health? Just continuity. Anybody over the course they, but they're they have no big free agent additions. No. No, but Grayson best, Allen looks like he'll actually probably be on the Grayson team. Grayson Allen's going to be he's going to be a good player. Grayson uh, Allen is. I got to explain Grayson Allen to Kate the other night because I was so mad at what he did with Trey Young. You yeah. know when they got into his. I like so I that. got to explain Grayson Allen to her and say like, "This guy is really good and he's so annoying, and he's this white rich kid who just trips everyone and gets mad and whines." Him but and he's so good. Together. I yeah. I love how he like re- like <laughs> tried to like use his head as a battering ram against Trey Young and then acted and then came up with his hands up like, I didn't oh, do anything. He's, so, he's terrible, <laughs> man. He It makes so much sense that the Jazz Oh, guy. he's such and a Jazz And he's going to be player. good. Uh, he's going to make all of their games really watchable. Like, it's going to be really fun to see him. They're going to be... T- they're, gonna, they're a tough-minded defensive team. Well, and just depending on what Donovan Mitchell becomes, can he take another step forward? It's possible. And if he does... Then you're talking about a really, really good team. Well, he this, definitely this, will take a step forward. To me, they still have, right. I don't. I mean, he's not that old. Yeah. He's, old. he's young. Well, if he doesn't, how is he going to move around the basketball court? What's he going <laughs> to do? There is a part of me that always is just a little bit like they had an amazing second half of the season. Yeah, they were really good. Number one is like I think health is. I mean, obviously, we've all talked about that. That's the caveat. Is it's a big deal? Is can they stay healthy? Because they're never healthy. Yeah, Rudy G is constantly hurt yeah it just depends on what part of the season yeah, what, right is it early is it late <laughs> um I, I mean they re-signed favors they extended exum like they're this is their roster it's the for, same team for the foreseeable future yeah and, and it's good it'll be a great regular season team yeah um they'll win 50 plus games yeah probably. and I, so i think they're i mean i guess i would say that the rock the jazz hype is real um yeah i think there, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the Thunder Rock. I mean, I, I like his uh, breakdown of the league. I'd love to see the Thunder versus the Lakers in round one. Whew. Oh man! Well, and the thing with the Jazz, Harris about and, that one, and Jazz being really good is there are six teams, six or seven teams in the West that could all be way better than we're expecting them to be. The West, is, the West is so freaking stacked. Yeah, like any of those teams could just have an. Like he doesn't year. have the Timberwolves in. That's a good team. The Nuggets. He's got Nuggets to... at six. Oh, he has Nuggets. Whoa. They did sign so Isaiah at... Thomas last night. Ooh. That's the old a... vet minimum. Yeah. I don't $2 know. $2 million dollar contract. I have no idea what to think about that yet. Nothing. Probably. Isaiah Thomas for the vet minimum, though, is a good signing. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Of course. I'm just, no, nah, 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 nah. I wouldn't put the Nuggets probably that high. 
I mean, they they just have to outscore everybody every night. Well, that's what every team actually has to do. <laughs> so true. Well, and not good point. They're just not going to defend anybody. No, that's we. I understood what you were saying. <laughs> Thank um, you. I didn't. <laughs> I, I could see the Pelicans. I have no idea. Velasa Rondo, like I don't know who's going to fall out. Because I, I mean, you could see the Timberwolves putting it together. Like that's still a super talented team. Yeah, they could. I mean, yeah. I mean, they were looking like they were going to be like the fourth or fifth seed. And then you know, Jimmy Butts got hurt, and the whole yeah. thing went down the toilet. And so I just <laughs> butts in the down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the West. Somebody's going to be left out. I think I would yeah. agree. I think the Clippers are a likely candidate to be left out. Yeah. I would say Nuggets, Wolves, Pelicans, maybe. They're all on the fringe there. I don't think, I think the Blazers are still, I think we underestimate how good they were, even because they got swept in that first round. But yeah, it's just hard because they, they won 49 games, 48 games. Everything was just so close. It just, a lot of it will be depending on injury and when that happens. and, And talk about a team that, what have they done to add to their team? Well, they haven't really done anything this offseason. No, they still no. pat pretty. And they lost Ed Davis. Yeah. Who was like a valuable role player. For He's good. Want. So I don't know what the Trailblazers have done, man. What are know. they doing? They have Zach Collins still on the bench mm. that they will probably take Ed Davis's minutes anyways. They re-sign Nurkic for a very reasonable contract. Yeah. yeah. Makes you realize that Steven Adams, as much as I love him, is overpaid. Uh-oh. Wow. That ooh, like, that hey, takes no. whoa. Well, and it's just it was all about Mute the, him. No. Wow. Here hey. it comes. It I, I'm not saying he he I don't Dare love him. Don't make none. But he's I mean, come on. Nurkic is getting that deal. I mean, every it's just a different era. Bigs aren't getting what they're getting they got 5 years ago. Wow. Wow, Jay, Jay that oh, leads man. us to our next Twitter question. <laughs> do you smell, guys? Do you smell that? Uh, stinky fart? No, it's my shirt. My shirt is uh, on fire because I'm sitting next to Jay. I, he's, it's okay. I will admit that. All right, Jay, Capella, our next Capella, I agree with you. Who knows what Capella's going to get? He's not going to get what Stephen Adams making. Well, and he's super mad about it. Yeah, he is. But the market is dictating that, not just Maury. Wow. Jay, our next Whoa, Twitter question, you've got to answer it. It's from <laughs> at. That doesn't mean just throw your money in the toilet. Garrett money don't make none. Oh, sorry. Maybe it does. Our next Twitter question from at. Oh, the oh wow. Hold on. Jay just said that giving Stephen Adams a contract that they have oh, is throwing it. money in the toilet. No, That's I what he said. Jay. Aggregate it. Blog about it. Oh, my God. Blog it. <laughs> Not at all what I said. Okay. Well, Jay, you got to defend yourself <laughs> with this next Twitter question from at the <laughs> underscore Skernlich. Underscore. Whatever. <laughs> what improvements would you like to see from Steve to truly warrant being paid like a franchise cornerstone? Ooh. So, Jay, what do you want to see? Huh? There is not much like Stephen. Oh, wow, Jay! There's Steven, not much to Stephen. No, this question kind of annoys me a little oh, bit. He's in the toilet. No, Stephen is. <laughs> Stephen's fantastic. Like for most of the season last year, he was the best. Like, if not the best player on the team, he was the second best player on the team. Like, should we stretch Stephen Adams? No, I'm just saying. Like, you could get him if he was on the market right now. You could yeah. get him for five million dollars less, probably a year. Jay. Uh, it's fine. I'm not playing this game with I you don't guys. think You only want to pay him $5 million a That's year? <laughs> so I think the only thing, and I don't think he'll ever do it, but I think if you really want him, for people that look at Steven Adams and say there's a deficiency to his game, it's the fact that he doesn't, he's not selfish, which is what we've talked about a billion times. He doesn't yeah. demand the ball. 
And then he's not shooting, right? Like the evolution of the five is that he's a shooter, but Steven's never going to do that because they're inefficient shots, and he understands that. Like Steven does exactly what you want him to do, and, and most people are going to underestimate his value for this team. Um, but to see him and Dre, I don't know. Well, Paul George was the one that got the most, that went had the most detracted from his defensive game when Robertson yeah. went out. But Adams and Robertson just have a chemistry defensively. They're a great tandem. That if it was on offense, everybody would yeah. be like, oh, my gosh. But they're so good on defense. Well, and don't underestimate the absence of Carmelo Anthony and the everyone wants to talk about like the impact of like the spacing. Yes. But the impact on the defensive end where he where Steven doesn't have to worry about two guys all the time. No, three guys. Truthfully. Yeah. yeah with he's also covering up Russell's like, he, he was covering up a ton of things at the end of the season. And he doesn't have to if you play Jeremy Grant. Three guys. You don't what? all right. See ya. <laughs> um you don't have to worry about um Carmelo Anthony's <clears throat> man because he did he had to and Always. so now his focus can be more on even the offensive end because he was so concerned about what was happening defensively and was so he had to impact he, he had to be impactful on that end he just had to be and so now i feel like his game could open up a little bit more because if you have patterson or grant out there you're not having to worry as much about Yep. who's guarding who and who's going to get through and what's going to happen when Melo is you know standing straight up whenever he needs to get down in his defensive stance and he won't get there in time and what am I where's my guy yep. I mean I think one of the things I will a lot say, of things one of the things I'd like to see is Steven to be a, a little bit better rim protector he doesn't block yeah. shots a whole lot like yeah. he's not he's not the guy that you're intimidated to go at you know necessarily and that's why Grant and him work well together because Grant yeah. is a little bit better at that. Patterson's not, and so if we're going to use some of those Patterson Adams lineups, which I think makes sense, yeah, uh, I think Adams has to be a little bit better at protecting the rim. And and Jay, I do agree with you because we didn't have the luxury of being able to offer Steve a contract this off season. No, you know what I mean? Yes. We had to offer him a contract right when Kevin Durant leaves and when everyone still has a bunch of money. 16. Yeah, and when everyone has all that money, that was the market for Steve. And if it wasn't, if it was this offseason, it would be closer to Nurkic's contract. I I get it. I get why it happened the way it did, but it is just a reminder, like... Yeah. That's a big big freaking contract. I agree. I agree. It's a big contract. Toilet money. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. not ready to move into the rational portion of the pod. Next Twitter question comes from at Matt Faith seven four, who wants to know: Do you think Sam Presti ever low key listens to the pod? If so, what decisions of Sam's do you think you guys may have impacted? Uh, no, I don't think he does. What? I think I think shower security because they're worried about Andrew going in. <laughs> I think so too. Now. I also think where to eat. What does that mean? Remember when we were talking about you? <laughs> um, i think where to eat we talk about food a lot i bet he listens he's like oh, i'm hungry where should i eat and he listens to us talking the about press and the press something. he's like <laughs> that's all he eats now gotta go you know, probably sam taco mayo eat custard hey we paul george was at andy's frozen custard he was so summer. paul george listens we know that for sure hey paul add me on Fortnite. Let's be a duo. <laughs> Samaj, I know man. that uh, Samaj is the biggest one. He oh knew it. God. He felt it from us. There are some Thunder staffers that listen, but not anybody that's Sam Presti. Troy Weaver? 
<laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. Troy. I don't know that. Billy D? No. Hey. Taylor. Andrew. I know. I think you're selling us short, man. Yeah, uh, man. Hey, have some have, have some respect, man. We have over five hundred reviews or ratings. Exactly. Hey guys. Taylor has something to say. Sorry, Taylor's Sorry, lost his... All right, our next everything. Twitter... Oh, wait, I have a question. Uh, Andrew, now we get to talk about our next Twitter question that just, comes just from... Luke and Andrew Pod. Jay, that was a bad move. You're asking for it. From Bangelope, who wants to know, would you rather have the name, first name, last name, or Bebo Zippity Doo-Doo? What do you think? Bebo Zippity Doo-Doo? Yeah. So, would your name be Bebo? No, Bebo. Would your name be Bebo Doodoo? Bebo Doodoo. Yeah, Zippity's middle name. Mr. Doodoo? Mr. Doodoo. I'd be. No, no. Uh, Mr. Doodoo's my father's name. Call me Zippity. <laughs> Call me Bebo Zippity. <laughs> Call me Bebo. Would you go by your middle name, Zippity? No, I'd go by Bebo. Because <laughs> <laughs> first name, last name. Mr. Last name? Mr. Uh, yeah, it's Mr. Last name. Yeah. That, I don't think any of. I don't know. I don't take myself seriously enough to. to it's actually it's lost. It's called. lost in a May. I try to take it. You know, like, lost in a May. <laughs> lost in a May. So if you're like first name, last name, actually, it's uh, lost in a May. It's lost in a May, and it's actually fierce in a May. Fierce in a May. Lost in a May. <laughs> it's uh, I would call Canadian. It, what about <laughs> first Nami? First first Nami. First Nam. Yeah. First, no- hey, I'm no. first, my name's First Nami. No, I'm Bebo Zippity Doo-Doo. Yeah, I'll take Bebo Zippity Doo-Doo. Next Twitter question. You're really going to pay for this, Jay. Comes from at Young Thunder. Who wants to know which is better, corn dog and mac and cheese or tomato soup and grilled cheese? I didn't know corn dog and mac and cheese was a thing. He's making it a thing. It sounds good, and it makes a lot of sense. Grilled cheese and tomato soup. Yeah, I freaking classic, love that. Man. You know why? I have a, I have a theory. Because okay. if you're eating a corn dog, you're taking a bite of a corn dog, and then you're swallowing the corn dog, and then you're taking a bite of the mac and cheese. But mm. the tomato soup and grilled cheese can be combined into one bite that makes both better. I guess you could dip the corn dog into the mac into and the cheese. mac and cheese. You're not, you have no. It's just you're not gonna get you're not gonna get what you want. From that. Yeah, you're not gonna get a bunch of mac and cheese on that yeah. on that crunchy corn dog skin. Yeah, I mean, obviously true. However, what both if you, good. here's the other option though? You take your corn dog, you pull it off the stick, cut it into chopping. What? Up. No, no, no. Why? No. Why? Why? You're gonna eat a corn dog? Jay just got muted again. You're gonna <laughs> eat a you're gonna eat a corn dog with a knife and fork. <laughs> Jay has never been more wrong in his whole life. Uh, I'm kind of. If you do that, I'll just let you know. If you do that, you're a psychopath. You guys <laughs> used to put hot dogs in your mac and cheese, though, when you're younger. Yes. Yeah. For but, sure. But they're not corn dogs. Yeah, you're corn not. Corn dog has a stick. Yeah. That you used to you're not going to do that. To just it. break up the stick and throw that in there you're not, too. You're not. <laughs> man. Cut up the stick. Wow. If you're not getting a splinter. Yeah. Live dangerously. It's not a corn dog. If it, yeah, if you don't get a splinter in the corner of Which, your I mean, lip. You, where did you land on this? <clears throat> well, it's obvious. Grilled right? cheese and soup. Yeah, I think it's an easy. Yeah, it's so it's, good. It's too easy. What yeah. other great combos of food that are made? Okay, how? Where do you put okay, corn dog okay. on the scale of anything? I like corn dogs. They're corn good. Dog as long as I can eat them with a fork. I like corn dogs. <laughs> Knife and fork. <laughs> when they'd have... Uh, I've never done that in my life. I don't believe you. But that would be actually pretty good. If you took the presses 
Think about this. The press is mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh. And then you took Ooh. a corn dog from Anchor Down. Oh. Yeah. And you just crumbled up those bits. You'd have a little bit of their fry bread and mm. some of their hot dogs. Hey, Joey, I know you're listening right now. Just mm-hmm. just think about it. Yeah, man. Yeah, but he's thinking, yeah, and then you go to the mule and you have a grilled cheese and uh, tomato That's soup. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then we'll just comp them. We'll put the comparison Joey. together. Joey. Let's, can we can we make this happen? Let's have a let's have a show, a live show where we taste test y'all, these things. Y'all would have it and be like, "Man, Jay's a genius. He's he's done it." <laughs> what other great combos are out there? I love mm. the stick. Uh, the uh, stick in there. The uh, lamb and tuna fish. Perhaps perhaps you prefer spaghetti and meatball. Both good. All right, guys. Oh. I have one final question for you, but before I talk about that, I want to talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Tell me about them. Mm. Broccoli uh, and salmon. Broccoli and salmon. Good. <laughs> you know what goes together really well? Not a really good pair. Your T-shirt dreams and Oklahoma Shirt Company. Because oh. if you have an idea, they'll help you put it on a shirt. Our um, scared money don't make none shirts turned out beautiful. We have we have some. Uh, so we have a little uh, previews that they gave us, and they look great. We're ready to print up however many we sold and ship them out to you. And Oklahoma Shirt Company made that happen. Hey, if, can I tell you how they made that happen? How did they make so that So I happen? went over there and, and sat down, and we picked out the perfect color and looked at the design. And, uh, you know, their production, like, they are just moving tons of shirts. Like, they're constantly doing stuff. And so I, I Justin who's the owner is a friend of ours. And he was just like, you know, we want to get this shirt to you to get to your fans as soon as possible. You know what I found out yesterday? Justin himself was printing the shirts for us. Really? To get them all done on a manual, the owner. On a manual press. The He's owner too was rich done. for that, you, but you know what? He's still doing it. <laughs> you, you know, if you go to McDonald's, Ronald McDonald doesn't make your, your food, but if you go to Oklahoma shirt company, Justin does. Yeah. And that, and you can't, Sometimes. that's quality. That's quality you can't do. But what it said to me that, that is so important is they value customer service so highly, and they work really hard to help meet your needs for apparel. We're taking a, a dob kit for my son. Is it a dop kit? Do- a, I don't know what it is. But we're dop. taking it to Oklahoma Shirt. They're going to monogram his name on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so they will they can do all sorts of stuff. Monogram? Stickers, hats, monograms. They huh. do... I went in there the other day, and one of the guys was printing onto the side of a, one of those pop-up tents. Like they literally yeah. can do, they do it all. Anything you want them one to do, time, they figure out a way to do it. One time, this was back. This was back probably fifteen years ago, before great companies like Oklahoma Shirt Company existed. And I went to a company in the mall that could say they put anything on a shirt and they'd do it a sweater. And I got a present for Andrew, and they kind of looked at me and they're like, "I don't know if we can do that." You remember that? Yeah. What was it? The shirt says it was a sweater. <laughs> yeah. And it, I got it for him for Christmas, and it, said, and it says, Andrew smells like a horse's ass. <laughs> and the guy true. was like, I don't know if I can do that. And I said, why? I'm paying you money. And he goes, I just, I just I'll have to think about it. I'm trying to think of where that sweater is. <laughs> and he can't wear it. He can't wear it in front it's of his kids. It's not framed? He can't wear it in front of his kids. This is almost at least, as, as at least juicy not as yet. The- Not yet. You had a, a Christian Baker gay marriage situation on your hands there, I really huh? did. You really <laughs> almost did. went to the Supreme Court. Oh, and the, by the guy said, okay, I'll do it for you with this price. And I said, print that shirt. And then he gave it to me. And he was like, I really don't like this. <laughs> really he did it, though. He did it. A quick, a quick little cap update from our, our friend. Really not my friend. Someone I follow on Twitter. Albert Namad. You should follow him on Twitter. He's great. 
So his projected cap situation with the Hawks is that they went from 24.2 million in space to 10.4 million in space. And so you could still you could still swing a mellow for shooter deal, but you'd have to include the Hawks would have to include more money for that to happen. Uh, so that's interesting. Also, last night the the Bulls made some moves to where the, now they have around twenty million in cap space. Interesting. And so, who knows what they're gearing up for? Um, but you could now with that deal, you could do Cristiano Felicio straight up for what? Could you for, for Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> do you know or who Carmelo? That is? No. <laughs> What's his name? Exciting. Could you repeat his name? Mm, Cristiano Felicio. <laughs> Haven't you heard us say Cristiano Felicio? No, He's he. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine him being on this team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying that there's like he makes 8.4 million. You could. That's a kind yeah. Of that's deal. just that's hooking the bulls up a little bit. Like, hey, you're gonna take yeah. This that's contract. a deal where you wouldn't have to attach another asset to it. He's a backup big guy. Not that the Thunder need another one at this point in time, but it's it's possible. Well, then everyone, you know, get your, uh, you know, get ready for on the back of that jersey. Felicio. <laughs> Can't wait. It's yeah. going to be a wild day. <laughs> and so really what yeah, this, really, you, you really what this means, <laughs> really what this yeah. means. Am I muted right now? No. Really what this means is Oklahoma Shirt Company is great, and you should use them for all your shirt needs. It's true. Um, they're great. And, uh, guys, I have one more question for you. Hey. It's this. Are you miffed? And are you paved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and paved. Hey, guys. How's your week been? Are you miffed and paved? So (laughs) yesterday there was an event nationwide uh, through the company Build-A-Bear. I saw this. I saw this. So you could pay. the, The price you pay is how old your child is. For this bear that you would build your on your own, and it's what if you bring a newborn baby? Are they more expensive than Free? that normally? Yeah, I'll build the bears. I've never built a bear. They're build like, the bears. They're like forty bucks. They're, they're expensive. Like forty bucks. You build the full bear, and that's a stuffing and all. Cheap. Yeah. So, anyways, we go. Cool. We go to the mall. <laughs> the line is like several blocks long. If you were to measure it. We get we're at the end of the line. I'm like, guys, we're not building a bear today, <laughs> and everyone's fine with it. But they're handing out these vouchers, and we're like, okay, we'll stand in line to get the voucher because like where we were in line, it would have taken six hours oh to get God. to build a bear. But then you get to build a bear, but they had run <laughs> out of bears to build. What? Yeah, yeah. all over the nation, this happened. Yes, <laughs> it was a so na- anyways, nationwide thing. They had to close stores. We could have gotten uh, two bears for like ten bucks. It's a great deal. Anyways, we got we stood in line for the vouchers. There you, were could so- have, you could have also gotten one for around thirty two. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> could have gotten if a you little- just wanted to help them out. You just know. for you, yeah. Still a deal. There were. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's still, I didn't get what you said. Like still a discount. At that point. Yeah. You meant that Andrew. Yeah, could get he one could get his himself. own bear. Yeah. It's still less than forty. Still deal. Just don't take your grandma. I just paid ninety dollars <laughs> for a bear. <laughs> this bear. backfired. <laughs> Anyways, 
So were you Mr. Peeved? I wasn't, but this lady in front of me was so mad that she was not going to be able to build a bear yesterday. Really? She was, she was like, we're just going to deal with corporate then. We're just going to call corporate. And <laughs> oh my God. She would have waited six hours to get this bear. She had like a 12 year old with her. It's like you're getting what you're 50% off great off a bear that your 12 year old probably doesn't even want. But she was so mad and she was talking to a friend and yelling at this poor. She was probably like 18 years old working at Bill the Bear, just having a <laughs> summer job. And she's just screaming at this girl about how. If you're going to have an event like this, you need to honor the whatever you're going to do the next day. That lady's going to hell. It's, that lady. <laughs> yeah. It was it was unbelievable. You, I was very ex- that is like the harshest thing. Hey, you no, she, she, no, there's she, nothing she, she could have done. That's harsher. She'll, she she's how, going to hell. You can find her road rage around OKC. She's been involved in uh, an incident since then. <laughs> She's but, the lady that goes to a restaurant and they don't have the brand of ketchup she likes, and she's completely oh, she, uh, yeah. outraged she by this. Very there are two things that I really like. One is when people seriously get mad at things that are very unserious. Yes. It's like building their own bear for, for <laughs> very so cheap. For $12. She wanted to build a bear so bad. It was so funny. And the other thing that I really like is the bear in the build a bear there's the bear that's cranking the the big yeah. thing full the of stuffing. fluff yeah. which is the bear's internal organs Ooh, yeah. so imagine true. just a human cranking something with just guts inside oh, meat grinder just, oh, yeah. Yeah. that is what that is what i Lord. picture every time i go by <laughs> that's awful well that's what they're doing making that bear do yeah that's, that's kind gross. of <laughs> wait i'm myth my, I can say it over this. My two dogs got in a fight last night. I had to break them up. They really bit each other. I and they bit my finger. Yeah. Oh, they did. It looks Let terrible. Oh. I had to. I, there's a big flap of skin. I have to uh, put it, keep putting it uh, over so uh, it feels uh, on uh, there. Uh, uh, you got to get a weapon. Freaking got me, man. Hey, don't never stick your never stick your hand in between feuding dogs. I had to. They were like, real, they were both bleeding. They were both really going at each other. So I picked the one up by his throat and I threw him into the wall. <laughs> Scared money don't make none.